The views, information or opinions expressed during the Journey podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and does not represent Wise Words Imaging or any other company. Wise Words Imaging is not responsible and does not verify for accuracy. Any of the information contained in the podcast series is available from the respective owner. Enjoy the show. We are now talking to Tylia Al Flores from Florida. Tylia is, how can we put it, a unique person. She shares many stories. She advocates for what she believes in, and her biggest advocate is cerebral palsy. But I let her explain that. Tyler, first of all, to get you started, tell us a bit about you. Well, my name is Tylia Flores. I am a 25-year-old disability activist born with spastic dysplasia, the most common form of cerebral palsy, but it, it has never taken away from my will and determination. I'm the published author of James Ticking Time Bomb. I founded Stopping on Cerebral Palsy when I was 18 years old, published my first book at 16, currently working on my second book, Why I Advocate, which is more about my life and journey with cerebral palsy. And I was first diagnosed with cerebral palsy at the age of three years old after my mother noticed that I was a little bit delayed from most kids of my age. She took me to several doctors, several different appointments, and finally they diagnosed me with cerebral palsy. And then I forgot to cancel the trial after seven days, and here we are 25 years later. So, you, I remember reading several things about you ever since I've known you. Your main slogan is stomping out with Tylia. Why did you choose the term stomping out? Okay, because when an elephant gets mad at its fellow elephants, it stomps. And when we, we're angry, we're bound to stomp on something or someone, or we just want to stomp on something. So that's why I chose the name Stomping on CP. Hmm. And I see from the background you've got today, is that a logo that you chose only recently? Because I noticed it is a new logo that you use. Yeah, I've, ha- I've actually had this logo for seven years, but I'm starting to use it more considering the fact that we now have Zoom thanks to the pandemic and etc. I've been using the Stomper logo a lot more now and it's a great logo. I've been wanting to change it for several years but I've gotten back to keeping it the keeping it the same because people love it and it's a part of my journey so why not keep it? Yeah I understand that and it symbolizes what you exactly talk about stomping out and green I don't understand the green in it but I understand it. Oh the green the the green is because that's the color for cerebral palsy awareness. Our color is green. Yeah. Now I learned something new that on that, and it's interesting to know. So, ever since you started becoming an advocate, talking about cerebral palsy, have you ever made long-term goals, or do you just live for the moment and take as each day as it comes? You know, to be honest, I just live for the moment and embrace the adventure because every day with cerebral palsy is an adventure. Yeah. And 
how can I put this in a nice way? Um, has the pandemic affected you in any way, mentally? Oh, of of course. You know, I also I also have depression, anxiety, and ADHD, and it's been hard to navigate through this pandemic. But what has got me through it are the simple fact that we have support groups and we have things going on within the community virtually that keep me going and also being a writer yeah so you're writing this second book obviously with the pandemic happening you've got more time would you say to do this or you spending more time doing zooms interviews anything no i i basically i have more time to write about it and it's actually interesting because every day i add to the book and i talk about what i'm going through during the pandemic so not only are you going to get a glimpse of my life prior to the pandemic you're going to get it all in one yeah that's interesting and you said about long term you would want to go places like england and places like that is that been one of your long-term goals, is to go to England and see how it would treat you fair, just to see how the difference is? Yeah, just to see how the difference is when it comes to embracing exclusion, disability, and diversity. I feel like that's the most important thing when it comes to being an advocate, is exploring different countries and unbelievable sites. And I'm just ready to just bring stomping on CP to England because one, I'm a huge fan of Jane Austen, and two, I'm a huge fan of fish and chips. And I eat it with mayonnaise and not ketchup. Mayonnaise, different, different. <laughs> do, you have, do you have salt and vinegar? Yes. Then you are eating a proper British way, except for the mayonnaise. <laughs> and I also like your guys' shepherd's pie, so I'll fit right in. Well, do you know what the difference is between shepherd's and cottage pies? No. Shepherd's is lamb meat, and the other one is beef meat. And then I think with you, I think with you, I think with you, I'll have a tour guide when I go to England. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Melissa says that will be fine. (laughs) But it depends where you want to go in England. And I'm saying this from the loose point of view, because obviously I'm still British. I'm in America, but I want to do it all. So you would want to go all over England? Yes. That is a big achievement if you do that. And I applaud you if you do. Because, trust me, there is so much to see. Yeah, and I want to see it all. Because I only get the opportunity to see the world once through my eyes as a person with with the disability. And I feel like that's a beautiful thing that people take for granted. Because when you hear the word oh, well, you have cerebral palsy and you have this disability because people consider it a disability, but I consider my disability to be the only disability in life is when you have a bad attitude about things. And I see my cerebral palsy as a beautiful thing. So let me just travel. Let me just view the world from my eyes and my greatness and get get inspired to spread more awareness overseas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I've got friends, apart from you, who do have cerebral palsy, and the attitude they do have is a strong, determined, personal self, and they are always determined. So that's what makes me applaud people like you and my friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, so 
what would you inspire people, and I'm reading my notes here, who are in doubt about things in life at the moment? What I would tell people is you got to keep writing your story. You have to tell your story from your point of view and be who you are because no one else is going to write the story better than you can. So just keep being you. There's going to be good chapters and bad chapters, but that's just called the book of life. And would you say how you treated life since being diagnosed with cerebral palsy has been the same or do you think it's altered because you got cerebral palsy? I think it's been the same. I mean, I wasn't treated any different as a kid. I mean, I got bullied. I got teased and it took me a while to to embrace myself. But once once I got the hang of it, I was like, hey, this is me. Yes, I'm here. I have cerebral palsy. Yes, you get guys can stare all you want. So what? I'm still going to be here, you know? And you've had some pretty... Um, from what I've known of you, you've had your ups, your downs, you've had been part of podcasts, you've been part of radio shows. You're doing everything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find commending as well, because I've been following you for, I think it's about five years now, since you was 20. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa's wow. been, Melissa's was... been four years, I've been five years. Wow, so, so you guys really seen me go up and down, really? Yeah, and it's just amazing, and Melissa will back my case here. She will say, what an amazing journey you have gone through, and you're still on that journey. Now it could go left, it could go right, it could go straight on. But but I'm still ready to ride the roller coaster and ride yeah. that truck, you know? Yeah. And you're not getting pushed under that truck. That is the saying as well, because some people will just walk by sometimes and say, I don't want to know. I don't want to care. And that's one of my bugbears because I'm autistic. I'm on the autistic spectrum. One oh, of my yeah, that's right. One, yeah. of my, one of my biggest bugbears is people looking at me and I'm thinking, I'm no different than you. I'm no different from you. Why look at me when I'm the same as you? Exactly. And, you know, that's pretty amazing that you have autism because I have an uncle on the autism spectrum and you guys are the coolest type of people. I have friends with autism. I have an uncle with autism and you guys are just great. (laughs) And one thing, as you gathered, I was in England when I first met you. I'm now living in America. So you finally came to America. I had no idea. Two years ago. Wow. So me overcoming the social anxiety of the autism, I overcame that fear and I braved it in my own wisdom and I moved from England to America. That's awesome. Congratulations. I thought you were still in England. (laughs) No. Because last time I caught up with you guys, you guys were in the process, but I didn't know if you were here yet. Well, this is the second stage process where I've got to wait for my second green card. I'm illegally everyone before anyone starts sending me comments and all, but I'm waiting for my second year, you know, second term green card, which will last for 10 years. Well, con- well congratulations. I'm happy you're in Amer- America, but we're still taking that trip to England. <laughs> Melissa will love that as well, for sure. So, if you could change one thing, about yourself right now what would you change and why nothing why is that 
because I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with where I've been in my life and I'm just ready for the adventure, my dude. That's good. So you've had inspirations all your life, ever since before cerebral palsy, with cerebral palsy. Who's your biggest inspiration of all time? That's a hard one. Like I would have to say everyone else that's been diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Because not every not everyone's story is the same. And sometimes I feel like when I'm getting up, I feel like, what could I do to help the next generation understand what it's like to have CP? So that's my biggest motivation, helping other people with my condition. I understand that. So if you can, this is just a, the last major question. If you could meet someone famous, past or present, who would it be and why? I have five people on that list, but I'm going to go with Jane Austen. Because of the basis of how she wrote literature, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, how she wrote literature and how she was a woman who fought to put her name on literature. Because back when she was writing literature, it was only men, male authors that were allowed to write. So I admire her, and I would also like to meet Anne Frank, because I really mm-hmm. admire her, too, for writing her story and telling her story from her point of view as a 15-year-old. I yeah. think that's very amazing. And then present, I've already met Nicholas Sparks as a singer. You guys probably already known this since you followed me since I was 20. Blake Shelton, he's on my bucket list. Mm. So to sum up, how would you make people feel good? How would you make people go on their journey? If you used to tell someone... You're on a journey. What would you tell them to do? I would tell them, this is what I would tell them, David, and this is what I've learned. I would tell them to just enjoy the ride and be the person in control of your steering wheel because only you have the power to control your car and your life and your abilities. And don't let anyone tell you you can't do something or allow your obstacles to define who you are. That's very true. I will say thank you for now but i'm going to stop the recording and i will keep the edit in because when i do the fidget hall i usually keep the edits in but i say thank you for joining me today it's been a pleasure hearing your story a pleasure in your journey um if you want to promote your book again and make and get it so i you know okay so for those of you who want to buy my book, you can do so on Amazon. And for those of you who want to follow me on Facebook, you could follow me at Stomping on Cerebral Palsy with Tylea. You could follow me on Twitter at Stomping on CP01. Instagram, Stomping on CP with Tylea. And I'll put those links in the description of the podcast and the official in the short while. Tylea, thank you very much. You're welcome, David. It's a thank pleasure. You. Thank you. The journey.